We need him. Jesus said, without me, nothing. Father, we thank you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Thank you for this wonderful salvation. Thank you, Lord God, for this brand new day. We pray in the name of Jesus that you, Lord God, would move by your spirit, that you would comfort and strengthen, that you would make whole, that you would heal. Lord God, that you would use your word to lead God and direct us. Now hide the preacher behind the cross, crucify him afresh. Convict, convince, if need be converted. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap. Hallelujah. I want to thank Jeannie, the choir. I want to thank Ken, all of them, for songs of Zion. Truly, God is an awesome, awesome God. And I'm going to be soliciting those of you that have uh, that are tech savvy and have uh, uh, interest in uh, editing, broadcast editing, and uh, helping pastor with the uh, various groups, millennial youth, so forth, so on. We'll get to you uh, momentarily. We thank God for you. We're in Revelation chapter 14, Revelation chapter 14, and this morning we're going to talk this morning around the subject, God sees our faithfulness. God sees our faithfulness. Revelation 14, 1, and I looked and lo, a lamb stood on the Mount Zion and with him 144,000 having his father's name written in their foreheads. God in his sovereign grace comforts us in and through our adversities as he channels within us a hidden strength and a new hope of faith. Just when it looks like you're about to give out and give up, we're like that bunny or that Timex commercial. We take a licking and keep on ticking. And it has never dawned on you why you keep on ticking. We, we, we tend to think, well, I, I got myself together and uh, you know, I, uh, I know what I need to do. And we never mention the faithfulness of Almighty God. That God approaches us when we have been postponed by pain. And he, he gives us this powerful commercial of himself, a station identification, a break, 
to our bondages, a freedom to our fractures. And Satan is relentless. He keeps coming. And it looks like God is not paying any attention. Songwriter said, we wonder why the tests when we try to do our best. The reason, the reason God does not have to break in our bedrooms at night and explain to us the end of our attack is because God has already drawn a line in which Satan can go no further. He's, he's already predetermined that <clears throat> Satan will work some things in, but God will always work them out. I used to listen to them old folk when I first got saved. And, they, and, I, and I thought they were strange. You know, I, I got saved. I was in my 30s. Just uh, trying to figure out What's going on here with these people? I ain't never heard of stuff like this. He may not come when you want him. But he's right on time. So the first thing I said, how can he be on time if he don't come when I want him to? <laughs> have you ever thought about that? Lord have mercy. I, I, I used to listen to him and 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 it dawned on me that God gives a grace to his people that is inexplicable. Lord, have mercy. I'm at a prayer meeting. I was probably 77, 78. I'm in a prayer meeting. Just got saved. And I'm a, and this old mother of the church, she said, well, I want to give my testimony before we start Bible study. It was on a Wednesday night. I was the only one there under 70. And, and, and I'm sitting there listening to him. Pastor was on his way. She said, I got a powerful testimony, and I'm expecting this, this humongous story. And she said, you know, I, uh, I was in my kitchen trying to fry two chickens. And when she said that, I, I had my eyes closed. I looked up, and she said, and I didn't have enough grease to fry my chicken. You know, grease got to be so hot in, in the frying pan. Well, y'all don't cook, but anyway, it's got to be so high. And, and um, she said, and, I, and, I, and I, I turned the stove on, and I just closed my eyes and said, Lord, will you please fry this chicken? And at that time, I said, I'm out of here, man. I can't fool. What kind of mess is that? And she said, I put my chicken in a frying pan. Do you know I fried two chickens? And I only had a little oil. And everybody said, hey, man, isn't he faithful? And I said, I got to get out of here. I got I to gotta, I gotta get out of here. I'm thinking she's saying she got a million dollars in the lottery or something. Uh, grease. But to her, y'all ain't getting this. The grease was everything. That God showed up. I'm preaching up in this place. When she needed him, that's how you know he's faithful. Can I get a witness? He always shows up 
when we get to the end of our ropes, when, when we can't go no further, when we feel like giving up and giving out, can I get a witness? When we feel like dying and going to glory, God steps in. Won't he step in? He'll step into the sick room. He'll, he'll step in, Lord, have mercy, to your kitchen. He'll step into your bathroom. He will step in. And all he's trying to show you is that he's able. I wish I had a witness. And once you understand he's able, you can run a while. Now unto him who's able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before his presence. Do I have a witness up in the house? That's, that's why when you study out Genesis, see, 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 we're trying to be a Bible-centric church, and, and that's why I deal with dispensations and okonomas, which are ages. Let me tell you why. Because Abraham learned about 10 different names for God. He didn't learn the name until he needed him. Oh, y'all ain't praying with me. When he left the Ur of the Chaldees and got stuck in Haran, he needed to know God as El Shaddai. The big-breasted one. The one you can lean on when you're ready to give up. Can I get a witness? When he went down into Egypt out of fellowship and lied about his wife and God opened up the door for him to get back and he built an altar and, yeah, and pitched a tent and called on the name of the Lord, uh, he, he learned that God was El Elyon, the, the most high God. Can I get a witness? Somebody needs to preach this stuff. Do I have a witness? Child of God, child of God, child of God, when, yeah, when he came back from the battle of the five kings and met Melchizedek, who was a type of Christ, and fell down and tied into Melchizedek, he was putting tithes away for his posterity. Uh, 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 Isaac and Jacob, they weren't even born yet. Can I, he, he learned that God is the God of promise. Uh, do I have a witness? And when he took his son on the summit of uh, Moriah to offer him there, he pulled the knife back and the angel said, do the lad no harm. Now I know. See, God's got to know something. God's got to see you in action. God's got to be proven by your persuasion. Do I have a witness? And he learned that God was Jehovah Jireh. The Lord that will provide. Ah. Thank you, Jesus. Can I get a witness? It's here. Thank you, Lord. Every time you go through something, God is introducing another aspect of himself. Can I get a witness? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your children away with, keep on praying. I'm a God who answers prayers. Can I get a witness? Your health failing, just keep on trusting me. I'm a doctor in a sick room. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and so here, here, here in, in, in Revelation 14, we see an interruption from God, a station identification. Ah, every now and then. God going to break into your life and he going to advertise himself. Do I have a witness? Yeah. And, 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 and it's here in chapter 14 that we're at the midpoint of the tribulation period. Chapter 10 to 14 is the middle. 
this tribulation is seven years, three and a half trib, and then three and a half great trib. The great, at the end of the seven years, uh, the 70th week of Daniel is complete. The 69th week was when Jesus was on the cross. And then God took a prophetic time out and ushered in the mysterion, the church. And when the last person gets saved in the church age, then the tribulation period starts for the last seven years, the last week, seven prophetic weeks. Are y'all with me? Yeah. And then, and then Jesus is coming back to do away with everything. And, 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 and so it's here as we approach this last three and a half years called the Great Tribulation, chapter 13, we, we saw the Antichrist, the 666 coming out of the sea. The word sea means nations. He emerged out of the sea, and he is no longer disguised with his deception. Now he's fully exposed. He's breaking his covenant with Israel. He's turning on Israel. He's empowered by the dragon. The dragon is Satan, the Antichrist. Amen, is empowered by Satan. And then Satan, amen, allows another beast, a second beast to come out of the earth who is the false prophet. And the job of the false prophet is to direct all praise and worship to the beast, to the 666, like they did in Daniel 3. Remember last week? If you don't fall down and worship this beast, Lord, and get the mark of the beast in your forehead, that's how you're going to eat. That's how, amen, uh, I'm not going to hunt you down. And amen, I'm a, uh, you'll be taken out. This, this, this matter of the beast. Now, let me stop, pause, and park and interrupt something. I did it this morning. We are headed towards a one-world government. No coincidence. The president today, Congress, and Senate are all parts of God's plan to move us. Uh -huh. Listen to pastor. In your credit cards and debit cards, you got a microchip. They can trace you down. They know how much money you have. You got a social security number. They can trace everything in your savings. Yeah, you got a cell phone. They know where you are. Do I have a witness? Right. They, they know what emails you send out. They know what text messages you send out. They, they, they can trace all this stuff. This is no coincidence because the whole world is moving towards that one world concept. Amen. Uh, we couldn't, we didn't know what was happening in Korea and China in the 60s. Now they got CNN. Now they got worldwide coverage. Now they got satellites. Can I get it? Now they got YouTube. Yeah. In, in a microsecond, you can pull down all kind of information. Isn't that right? Yeah. And, and so, child of God, we, we, uh, we said, amen. And, uh, and, and you don't need to get afraid because you need to be tech savvy, but just understand where we're going. I'm not talking about where we are. I go to my bank and I stand in line and I get balances on my account. And the banker says, Pastor Gordon, why do you keep coming here? You can pull this down in your phone. Don't want to. I want to sit there and wait on the teller, give her my account number, and then you tell me what's in there. 
then I know how many more checks I can write. So Sister Gordon was making fun of me, right? So I said, no, you do your way, I do it my way. So one day she was on the bed and she said, oh my goodness, my God. I said, what's wrong? I, I think my number's compromised. I said, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't happening to me, Doc. How much is in the account? $25. Okay, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not putting all my secret codes in the phone. It took me years to get rid of my worldly secrets. I ain't putting all that stuff in no phone. Somebody can hack you in the name of Jesus. And, 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 and so, um, Lord have mercy. Make so bad, the manager of the bank said, Pastor Gore, because we got to count with him. He took my phone and put it in there for me. He said, give me your phone. And then he said, all you got to do is hit this button. I said, it ain't happening. It's all right. Your pastor's a dinosaur. But look at this. So chapter 6 to 9, we saw seven seals, seven trumpets. 10 to 14 is the middle of tribulation. Then we're going to close with seven vowels, seven bowls, chapters 15. But in chapter 14, God decides to call a divine timeout. Boy, he called it to bring the church in. He called it way back, hallelujah, to have silence in heaven for half an hour. Now, God is calling for a celebration. Celebration of who? His faithful. And I want you to understand something, and, 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 and I said this this morning, hermeneutics is the science of interpretation. You always interpret the context of the verse in line with the context of the chapter, in line with the context of the book, in line with the context of the age dispensationalism, okonoma, yeah. What do you mean? Uh, listen to this. For the law came by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Two different okonomas, two different time frames. Can I get a witness? Are y'all with me? So, 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 child of God, when we interpret this, and John says, and I love the lower lamb stood on the Mount Zion, and with him 144,000, having in his father's name written in their foreheads. Now stop, because the first thing we see is a magnificent place. City of Zion is heaven. It's heaven. There was a song we used to sing when we sang hymns. We're marching to Zion, beautiful, beautiful Zion. We're marching on to Zion, that beautiful city of God. Are y'all getting this? So Zion ain't Acme or, uh, yeah, the Amish market. This is heaven. And, 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 and here's, this, this is critical analysis of the text. In in chapter 7, I'm talking to my Bible students now. In chapter 7, God called the 144,000 sealed Jewish men. And now here in chapter 14, after all of the antagonism, all of the attacks, all of the opposition, 
Check out their number. They're still at 144,000. Not 143, 900, but 104, meaning God lost none. That's your security. Uh, God's security of eternality, of eternal life, blows my mind. Can I get a witness? Jesus said, all that the Father has given me, I've lost none but the son of perdition. And God didn't give him to me. But check it out. The number is the same, meaning when God seals you, the word seal has something to do with your protection. When God seals you, heaven, hell, or anything else can come at you. No weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. God has put hedges around you. And, and you know what? We need to stop and, and have a commercial for God. Can I get a witness? What makes me want to shout is not me working with the millennials. What makes me want to shout is not me talking to the preachers. What makes me shout is when, when I think about the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, my soul cries out hallelujah. It's like God says to Satan, take your best shot at him. Can I get a witness? No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Do I have a witness? And every voice that rises up against you, I will condemn in judgment. Are y'all ain't getting this? We are a protected people. Can I, uh, do we get weak all the time? Do, do we fall all the time? Do we flounder all the time? But my God is an awesome God. He'll pull you back up, won't he? Won't he pull you back up? Won't he turn you around? Won't he plant your feet on a solid ground? Won't, won't, won't he put a new song in your mouth? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You've been so good. Lord, I'm messed up. Lord, at times I'm full of hell. Lord, at times I'm living in conflict. Lord, I got a whole lot of junk on the inside. Lord, I need repair. I need, I, I, I need reconciliation. I, Lord, I need you every hour. And every hour I need you. Lord, every time I get in trouble, the Lord shows up. Doesn't he show up? If the marriage is on the rocks, he shows up. If the children are wayward, he shows up. Can I get a witness? That's what makes him God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Uh, somebody said, I would have fainted. Unless I believe to see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord and be of good courage. Again, I say wait for they that wait on the Lord. He'll mount you up with wings like eagles. You run and not get weary. You walk and not faint. Help is on the way. 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 I'm in pain. I'm fractured. I feel like giving up, but help, my hope is built 
nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. Lord have mercy. trust the sweetest frame but wholly lean on Jesus name on Christ the solid rock I'll stand all on the ground it's sinking isn't it sinking it's sinking saying thank you Lord See, that's why I'm so quick to say Jesus. Yeah. They knew me in South Philly by Reese, Maurice. Hey, Reese. Uh, uh, I said, Jesus. Can I get a witness? You was with us, Jesus. Do I have a witness? Can I get a witness? How did you get called to preach Jesus? How? Jesus. Jesus. My name is nowhere in the equation. It's all Jesus and Jesus only. Can I get a witness? And here's what you learn when you brag about him. He'll make sure he pulls you out. Can I get a witness? When you brag about yourself, he gonna let you stay there a while. I'm gonna brag about him. Worthy. 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 Station identification. We need to talk about the sponsor to this program. And his name is Jesus. Can I get a witness? And see, the more you flood your mind with his promises, the more power he gives you. The more persuasion he gives you. Do I have, you, you don't start being a victim. You don't start feeling sorry for yourself. You see things as God sees it. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy, 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 joy will come in the morning. Oh, no. Their numbers didn't change. And we are protected. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you with me? And then verse 2 says, And I heard a voice from heaven as the voice of many waters and as the voice of a great thunder. And I heard the voice of harpers harping with their harps. And they sang, as it were, a new song. Oh, God. <laughs> God, God not only protect you, God will give you a new praise. I said a new praise. I, no, 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 no. Not that old stale praise. You keep giving the same testimony every time you come to church. You're like a victim. Pray for me. I'm going through. That ain't what God wants. God wants you by faith to call things that be not as though it already was. 
God wants you to claim something in the name of Jesus. Well, right now I'm down, but I'm coming out of this because my God is an awesome God. My, my God is a covenant-keeping God. My, my God is able. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. They sung a new song. And, and, and look at verse 3. And they sung, as it were, a new song before the throne and before the four beasts and the elders, and no man could learn that song but only the 144,000. Now, let me stop. Man, we tearing this apart, dog. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There's some things I can sing you can't sing. <laughs> there, there's some things you can sing I can't sing. It's where God has bought you from. It's what God has brought you through. Do I have a witness? See, I can get up here and sing a whole lot of songs that you cannot sing. I know some of y'all think you can sing it. Can I get a witness? But, but, but child of God, and, and, and it was a new song, and you better have a song in the night when you're going through hell. Go home and read Jeremiah and Lamentations. God, God will give you a song in the night. Can I get a witness? Oh, it's not a rap song. It's not a millennial song. God, God will give you a song. Can I get a witness? When I feel like dying, then all of a sudden, God says, boy, stop singing this. And, and I'll sit there not understanding anything, and I'll say, blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Here's the part I like. I'm an heir of salvation purchased of God, born of his spirit. Washed in his blood. This is my story. This is my song. In my pain, praising my Savior all the day long. This is This is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. Look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. Won't he give you a song in the night? Amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved the wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, but now I see. T'was grace that taught my heart to fear. Do I have a witness? You keep pulling up a song. God will renew your strength. Do I have a witness? In the able? He's able. He's able. 
I learned them hymns years ago. Does Jesus care when I've said goodbye to the dearest on earth to me? When my sad heart aches till it nearly breaks is all does he really see? Oh yes, he cares. I know he cares. His heart is touched with my grief. Y'all don't know that. <laughs> when the days are weary, the long nights dreary, I know my Savior cares. Y'all ain't getting this. Lord have mercy. Let me, let me get back. Let me get back. Let me get back. They sang a new song. Can I get a witness? Not only were they protected and they had praise, but verse 12, verse 4. Now, I ain't going to get no amens here. They were pure. Uh-oh. They did not defile themselves with women. For they were virgins. Oh, Lord. <laughs> the last virgin was not Mary. They were virgins. You know, you know and, and, and see, we got to be careful. We, we give the young people the impression that there's something wrong with them abstaining. Lord have mercy. I can't get one amen up in here. In this age of immorality, in this age, yeah, somebody need to preach it. Well, you got everybody going to heaven when they die. Anybody in Hollywood can die, you got them going to heaven. I said this morning, here's a dope pusher, and I've killed people, shot people, sold drugs. The minute he died, the church got him in glory. Do I have a witness? We, we don't understand that, child of God, and, and, and by the way, only God knows who's saved. There are people that are not in church that are saved. There are people in the world that are, are, that are saved. Can I get a witness? We, we don't know who's saved. But here's the key. The key is that these 144,000, they were virgins. They, they were pure. These are they which follow the Lamb whithersoever he goeth. These were redeemed from among men, being the first fruits unto God and to the Lamb. And in their mouth was found no God. Not only your actions, but your attitude. Church is good for running people down. See, my Bible says, if a brother be overtaken in a fault. Now, the word overtaken means something is chasing you and they caught up with you. Do I have a witness? They over overtaken, overtaken in a fault. You that are spiritual with the mind of Christ, restore them. Don't accuse them. Don't, don't try to hang them up and crucify them. And, and the Bible says, lest you also. Uh-oh. Be tempted. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so, child of God, uh, amen. When you see people critical, criticizing, always uh, being down on people, they got major fractures. They don't love themselves. They want to see everybody else full of hell and hateful because they full of hell and hateful. Pastor just needs to preach it to you. 
What can I do to you that you can't forgive me for? That Jesus didn't forgive you for at the cross. And, and, and the Bible says, uh, leave your gift at the altar and go reconcile with your brother. Then come back and give it. Doesn't, doesn't the Bible say that? How you going to come to worship, waving your hand, saying praise his name, dancing, closing your eye, and you ain't even speaking to somebody? How you going to do that? Check it out. Now, in their mouths was found no God. Now, now y'all, y'all pray for your pastor because I, uh, I got some real deep attitudes about this political arena, and I've used some choice adjectives. The Lord don't want me to do that. Hard, because I see a bunch of hypocrisy. Hypocrisy is a deep thing. Yeah, what you accuse others of, you don't. That's that's a, that's hypocr. See, see, it's one thing for you to, it's one thing for you to say, you know what? I you pray for pastor, pastor, pastor's laying up all over the place. You know, you say that. Uh, you can't be laying up with me. <laughs> How are you going to tell somebody to pray for me? And you in line in the hotel behind me. Your, listen, your pastor was in the world. I was in, how many of y'all was in the world? Now, now we know, we know the diet of the world. We miss some of them leeks and onions and melons. We got to fight not to get back into it. Y'all ain't, ain't getting this. Can I get a witness? We got to have a stick to itiveness. We got we to have the power of the Holy Spirit to harness us. Isn't that right? Yeah, leave it alone. And, and in verse 6 on, and I saw another angel. Now he gets aerial support. See, the 144,000 is the infantry, that's the army. Aerial support comes and gives them help from the sky. Do I have a witness? I, I was never in Vietnam, but I was stationed with a whole bunch of guys that were, was in Vietnam. And they said, man, listen, I was in the Air Force. They was in the Army. I said, listen. They said, listen, man, I'm going to tell you now. We was out there fighting, and Viet Cong was moving up on us, about to take us out. And out of nowhere came Puff the Magic Dragon. Puff was an Air Force jet that shot a bullet every inch for the size of a football field, meaning they weren't missing nothing. Can I get a witness? So when Marines and the Army and Navy blow it, the Air Force sends Puff, say Puff, say Puff, Puff the Magic Dragon. We start dropping that napalm. Puff the Magic, the Magic. Now, Reverend Jackson said he was in Vietnam. He was a, he was a paratrooper. He's so small, he had to jump off a limb. <laughs> help me, help me, help me. That's my heart. So, you know, I'd be asking people, where were you in Vietnam? Talking about New York. I said, <laughs> Monkey Mountain, you know, whatever. Oh, God. 
leave that alone, boy. Can we exaggerate? Like a snowball rolling down the side of a hill. It's growing. Don't our stories grow sometimes? Y'all up here hearing me, I played organized baseball. Uh, uh, 15 years ago, I hit the ball 350 feet. And then it was 450. Then it was 500 feet. Well, somewhere I'm lying. <laughs> Can I get I'm lying somewhere? So here, here's the thing. They get aerial support, and I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth, and to every nation, kindred, tongue, and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear God! And give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment is come, and worship him that made heaven and earth and the sea and the fountains of water. And there followed another angel, aerial support. Babylon is fallen, fallen. Another word, the world system's coming down. That great city, because she made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. And the third angel, verse 9, followed them, saying with a loud voice, if any man worship the beast and his image and receive the mark on his forehead, uh, verse 10, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God. Now, if you don't believe in hell, look what I'm getting ready to read to you. Verse 11, and the smoke of their torment ascended up forever and ever, and they have no rest day or night who worship the beast in his image, and whosoever received the mark of his name, here is the patient of the saints. Now, listen to me. Whoever, whosoever name was not found in the Lamb's book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Go read Luke 16 about Lazarus and the rich man. And, and on earth, Lazarus was very poor, had nothing, but he feared God. The rich man had everything. He didn't fear God. Both of them died. They went to Sheol. Sheol was separated by a wall. And on one side of Sheol was paradise, Abraham's bosom. The other side was fire, fire and brimstone. What the man cried out as frightening, he said, please go back and warn my brothers not to come to this place. Then he said it. And the answer to him was, it won't do any good. They won't listen. That when we look at this matter, and I know we don't like talking about this, but child of God, if you're not born again, you're on your way to hell. Ain't no, ain't no more purgatory. Ain't no way you'll work, work off of your sins. Uh-uh, you're going to hell. And you will be in hell for as long as God lives with a mindset that you had an opportunity to get saved and didn't take it. And God's going to snatch death out of hell so nobody can kill themselves. You will, go, you will suffer over and over and over and over again. So every time we see death in the world, our question is, I hope they were saved. Can I get a witness? I hope they was born again. I hope they was blood washed. I hope they was blood bought. I hope their names are in the Lamb's book of life. That's the message preachers ought to be preaching. It's called the gospel, the good news. Well, what's the good news? Somebody died in your place. Somebody shed their blood so you wouldn't have to go to hell. 
I'm, I'm getting out your way. Nah, I'm getting out your way. There, there's, there's this celebration. And then secondly, there's this coronation of fruitfulness. Now, let me talk about this fruitfulness. Y'all, y'all engage me for five more minutes. This fruitfulness is deep because fruitfulness has to do with RIP. You know, you always see resting in peace. Fruit bearing is first a continuance. John 15, Jesus said, if you continue, it's a continue. It's not you coming in and out. At fruit bearing is a cultivation. Fruit bearing is a connection to the vine. Can I get a witness? And 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 when we look at the continuance of of, of submission and service and 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 in spite of our suffering and we see the cultivation of our hearts and our minds, God's word and 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 we see the attitudes, the actions. We see this connection to the vine and and the pruning process where God lifts us up or. Uh, amen. He's pruning us to bear more fruit. When we look at all of these things, here, here's what we see in verse 13. Now, verse 13 is usually preached at funerals and home goings. When my dad went home to be with the Lord, I used this scripture to describe him. But this is really a tribulation prayer. Are y'all getting me? Why? Because we're in the tribulation. Are y'all getting me? Look at verse 13. And I heard a voice from heaven saying, right, blessed, happy, joyful are those are the dead which die in the Lord. Not die in the world, not die selling drugs, not die with greed, not die in immorality, but those that die in the Lord. Somebody got to preach it. I'm not putting your butt in heaven if I don't have the assurance within me that you were saved. When, and when I came down to the person in the casket, I start preaching to the congregation. Can I get a witness? Y'all can get quiet all you want. Ain't nobody going to roll you up here. Amen. We don't know nothing about your life. We don't know whether you're saved or not. And amen. Then we're going to put you in glory. It ain't happening. Mommy of the man, mommy of two brothers, they were wicked, they were evil, but they were rich. And one went to the pastor and he said, I know you're trying to build that addition onto your church. He said, how much does it cost? The pastor said, well, it's over a million dollars. He said, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll pay for it, providing my brother died, you say that my brother was a good man. The pastor said, I can't say that. Everybody in the world knows your brother was wicked with you. He said, well, I'm, I'm offering you a million, two million dollars. So the pastor said, okay, I'll do it. And at the funeral, the church was packed out, and the pastor got up and said, this man in this casket was a no good, immoral, fornicating, wicked man. But compared to his brother, he was good. <laughs> Lord have mercy. You live your eulogy. Do I have a witness up in the house? You don't have to wait till you die for us to make something up. You live your eulogy. Can I get a witness? Oh, Lord, they're getting quiet, Lord. If I can just help somebody along life's narrow way, then my living would not be in vain. Yes, 
It's not how much you gather, it's what you scatter. Lord have mercy. Are y'all getting this picture? Blessed, happy are those who die in the Lord. And, 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 and Sister Hicks, the reason I run all around the church and get happy is because the Lord in his sovereignty could have called my number when I was out there getting high running up down the streets fornicating. And if the Lord had called me, I'd be in hell this morning. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm preaching up in this place. You ain't got to look at me funny. If the Lord had called you when you was in the midst of your mess, you would have woke up in fire this morning and brimstone and uh, cannot sulfur this morning. But God, who's rich in mercy, he's rich. He's rich. See, I ain't got no problems with mercy. People come to me, Pastor, I, I messed up, I fell. Come on, let me hug you. Let's, let's move on. You know why? Because I know where the Lord bought me from. He bought me from a mighty long way. Check this out. I want you to see this progression here. <sighs> Blessed are those who die in the Lord. <clears throat> from henceforth, says the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors. When the, when the, when the believer dies, all labor is over. All pain all cancer, all worry, sleepless nights, pills you've been taking. When you die in the Lord, everything goes out the window. You get real rest. Uh, do I have a witness? And your rest is not down here in a grave. There ain't no soul sleep. You got these idiots that don't know the Bible. Excuse me, Lord. I'm talking about, well, when you die, you'll rest to judge. No, 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 no. Your soul is, is, is eternal. Your soul has got to go somewhere immediately, up or down. Do I have a witness? Uh, man is a tripartite being, body, soul, and spirit. Your, your body is world conscience. Amen. Your spirit is God conscience. Your soul is self-conscience. And, and look, the minute you drop, you are in heaven or hell. I'm coming in. My mother's brother, my uncle was at St. Agnes Hospital. I got a call. I was, I was pastoring. I got a call. I said, he's dying of cancer of the throat. He smoked Pell-Mells for like 50 years. I went up to the hospital. He couldn't even speak. He had all these tubes in him. And I walked in the hospital, looked at him. His name was Uncle Leo. I said, Leo, listen, look at me. He looked at me. I said, you're dying. You're about to go to hell. You need to be saved. Do you want to be saved? He said, Ooh. I led him to Christ and he died. Are y'all getting this? Right, right after I led him to Christ, he died. Now, 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 don't bank on that you're going to have time to get right with God. Uh, do I have a witness? Yeah, yeah. That's one of them bedside, them, one of them bedside deliverances. Can I get a witness? Child, child of God. They rest from their labors and their works, here it is, do follow them. Everybody you have helped will come back to testify how much you meant to them in their spiritual walk. Oh, Lord, this one is deep. 
Can I get a witness? And, and child of God, your works do follow them. Mm. What a scripture. I got to go. Verse 14, and I looked and behold a white cloud and it, it goes on to talk about the, the wrath of God and angels coming out of the temple out of heaven with a sharp sickle. Amen. And the wine press, verse 20, was trodden without the city. This is the wrath and judgment of God. And chapter 15 are the vile or bowl uh, judgment. So we had the seals, the trumpets, now the bowls. And I saw another sign in heaven, great and marvelous, seven angels. Look at all these angels having seven plagues. Uh, can I get a witness? And now we are at the end. Here comes God. Seven from, 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 from chapter 15-1 all the way up to 19-10. We, we're going to see this last half of the tribulation. The first bowl is a plague of boils on a body. Uh, verse, verse 2, verse 3, chapter 15 is the second bowl of blood and all the seas and oceans. Uh, verse 4, the third bowl affects fresh waters on the earth. 8 and 9, the fourth bowl interferes with the sun's heat. People start burning up. The fifth bowl, uh, I think verses 10 and 11, the plagues, amen, and, and the beasts and darkness comes over the earth. And the sixth bowl is aimed at the Euphrates River, which has spiritual ramifications. And then the, uh, uh, amen, the seventh bowl is the wrath of God coming down on the human race. God is not mocked. What sort of man so if he reaps? Listen, next Sunday should the Lord spare life. Now that we've done 15 and 16, we're going to deal with Jezebel. Yeah, Jezzy. And Jezebel is not an actual woman. It, it is a metaphor of a description. The scarlet woman of influence. She rides in on the beast. And the beast is the political, economic, and religious systems of the world. She rides in on the beast to influence and to, amen, dilute, deceive the nations. She drinks the blood of the saints. And this woman comes in on this beast. And here's what I want you to understand, that Jesus always interrupts our pain. And brings praise. Jesus always, amen, uh, gives us insulation from attack. Jesus always gives us a joy in the midst of our situations. He gives us promises. He gives us peace. He gives us power. He promotes us in time of pain. If you didn't get anything else today, you ought to get this. Jesus sits back and lets the devil come at you, and then he wards him off. He steps in before he goes too far. He comes to your rescue when you're out of strength. Can I get a witness? The Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is my refuge and my strength. He's my strong tower. The Lord is my defender. The Lord is my protector. The Lord, the Lord, the Lord. And understand what the book is saying to you that no matter what Satan throws at you, God has already calculated. It can't take you out. It can't take you under. Can I get a witness? It can't demolish you. God is able. Isn't he able? 
he's able to do far exceedingly. Uh, look, look at these superlatives. Far, exceedingly, which is above far. Ah, far, exceedingly, what? Abundantly, which is above the next. Above. In other words, God says, choose in your mind and in your language the greatest protection. And I got four more levels you don't even know about. Can I get a witness? Yes, sir. I, I was telling him this morning, you know, I get up 3 o'clock on Sunday morning, I'm studying, I'm praying. I was, I was at my table studying, just reviewing and praying, and all my power went out. Now, I got a generator, but don't do the whole house. And, and so I sat there and said, I can't even see. I can't write. I can't read. I went and got my flashlight, put the flashlight on the table, and I kept going. Satan, you'll never stop me. If you take out the power, I'll still do what I need to do. And then the power came back on. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and I was glad the power came on, not because I was studying, but because my chicken was in the oven. Can I get a witness? And the oven had shut down. We really got problems now, Doc. You, me you messing with the food now, Doc. You, we really got problems up in here. And, and so, child of God, be encouraged. Be encouraged. Walk out the door confident. And we're confident of this very thing that he that hath begun a good work in you will keep on doing it to the day of Jesus Christ. Stand on your feet. God sees your faithfulness. As every head is bowed, every eyes closed. If you're here this morning, you want to be saved. You don't need to go to hell. You want to be saved. Jesus died for your sins with burial rose again. Just raise your hand. Be honest. Or you want to join our church for your Christian experience, raise your hand. Love to have you. Just raise your hand if you want to come in, if you want to join the church or be saved. Is there one? Just put your hand in there. Pastor, we had seven or eight this morning. Just step out. The Lord knows who you are. And I guarantee you, God will work in and through your life. Is there one? Is there one? Now, I'm going to come down on the floor because I know what Satan does. Satan is working right now. Can I get a witness? You're not promised tomorrow. You need to settle this today. If you're here this morning, you want to give Christ your life, just step out. Or you want to join. How many of you don't have a church home? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. You don't have a church home. Any? Praise the name of Jesus. Is there one? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, praise you, and exalt you for this great book of the Revelation. That God, their numbers did not diminish. You started out with 144,000, you ended up with 144,000. Thank you for the new song. Thank you, Lord God, for your comfort and strength. Thank you, oh God, for blessing us when we die. For we rest from our labors. And our works do follow us. And then, God, thank you for your continuance towards the end when Christ will come back with all of his glory, all of his power to chain Satan for a thousand years, to throw the Antichrist, the false prophet, the lake of fire, and then to ultimately throw Satan in the lake of fire and give us a new heaven and new earth. Even right now, bless us with peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. And no matter what we're going through, Give us the assurance that it's in your hand. Our children are in your hand. Our families are in your hand. 
Our future's in your hand. We pray for Neil that you would be with him through his procedure. Bring him out in the name of Jesus. Wholeheartedly, Lord, cure him, strengthen him. Bless Christine and the family. In G and bless Sister Patricia Eggerman. Thank you for his faithfulness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, Amen. I'm not going down because greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. All right, come on. Get bring him. Bring him, bring him, bring him, bring him, bring him.